welcome to the Patron, production of UTR Media. I am your host, Kirk Godfrey, and on this show, I explore what it means to be a good patron, asking how each of us can be a good patron of the bands and musicians we appreciate. I'm glad you're here, so stick around, because we have got some exploring to do. This is episode 49. If you saw the episode title, you already know some of the artists I'll be covering, but here's the full rundown. I will be covering campaigns and pre-orders for music by Cademan's Call, John Van Dusen, Phil Keggy and Mike Pacelli, Phil Badira, and Project 6-8, as well as giving you a heads up about a campaign just about to launch for Krista Wells and an upcoming Rich Mullins tribute album, with links for all of these active campaigns in the show notes. And I will have a tip for one way you can become a good patron and issue you a challenge. But first, I want to tell you about our Spotlight campaign. I want to take you all the way back to the mid-90s. Jars of Clay had just released their debut studio album with their huge hit Flood in 1995, but a year before that, a band named Cademan's Call had released an indie album titled My Calm, Your Storm. And a year later, in 1995, they would put out an indie EP titled Just Don't Want Coffee. And with their grassroots college fan base, Both projects sold upwards of 10,000 copies, and Musician Magazine called them one of the best unsigned bands in America. But that didn't last long. In 1996, they got signed by Warner Alliance Records, a division of Warner Music Group, and their first major label album came out. The 1997 self-titled album, Cademan's Call, with their perfect blend of folk and world music with an indie pop flavor. As soon as it came out, it immediately hit the Billboard Top Contemporary Christian Album Charts at number one, with sales of more than 12,000 copies just in the first week. It went on to win the Gospel Music Association Dove Award for Best Modern Rock Album in 1998, and went on to sell over 250,000 copies. Then, in 1998, Warner Alliance collapsed. The band went on to other labels over the years, but that album went out of print. And now, albums associated with that label are controlled by Word Records, but here's the wrinkle. You may have gotten used to anniversary remasters or reissue projects over the years with landmark albums, but no one can find the original masters for this album. And as many times as things have changed hands, it seems to just be lost to time. So the band is doing something exciting to celebrate this 25th anniversary of this significant album. They're getting back together in the studio and re-recording the whole thing, along with a few bonus B-sides and a few rarities. That way, folks can get it on CD or vinyl or download, and they're having someone make a documentary about the whole thing. And they'll even have a one-night-only concert at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. So to help things along, the band had teased some big news coming soon. Then they announced a Kickstarter campaign for this project, and there has been a lot of excitement about this campaign. It was fully funded in less than 12 hours, and by the third day, it was already at double its goal, and it is still growing as word spreads. I asked around to find out what folks' favorite tracks were from this album, and there's a wide variety, but one song that came up a couple times is this next track I'm going to play a clip for called This World, so you get an idea what they sounded like 25 years ago. 
$10 gets you an early download of the album with the extra tracks before it's publicly released. $20 gets you the CD and the early download. For $40, you get the album on vinyl with that download. And there are more options like autographed copies, access to the documentary, a live stream of their concert, all kinds of things. So be sure to head over to Kickstarter and search for Cademan's Call. That's C-A-E-D-M-O-N-S Call. Or use the link in the show notes. This campaign closes Sunday, June 5th. So, what's one way you can become a good patron? Buy the physical copies of the music put out by the artists you love. That means buying it on CD, or vinyl, or cassette. Why? Well, one big reason is to financially support the artist, but Based on responses to a discussion we had in the Crowdfunding Christian Music Facebook group about buying physical copies of music and some responses we got on Twitter, here are some other great reasons that folks gave. Dennis said he enjoys the tangible, multi-sensory aspect of physical media. The artwork and the packaging have always been a huge part of his enjoyment of music. Darren agreed to that and added that the packaging, the artwork, the photos, the lyric sheets, the credits, they're all an important part of the whole experience when you follow an artist. Tom mentioned that physical media retains monetary value and you can later sell or trade it. Chase mentioned that he feels the same way about music that he does about books. He still prefers to own them in physical form. He said even though his CD collection is already overwhelmingly large, When he really loves an album, he will go out of his way to buy it on record or some kind of merch from the artist. Gabe said that he loves sitting by the record player, reading along to the lyrics, and even loves the smell of a new record. Denny said he prefers physical versions whenever he can, and loves having the booklet with the lyrics and appreciates having to choose which album to listen to in the car by bringing along that particular CD. Keith brought up a really important point. When you own the physical copy, you actually own it. If a streaming platform ever goes down, or licensing goes away, or an album disappears, you still own your copy of the music. And it makes it easy to read the liner notes and pop the CD in when you want to listen in the car. Doug and Nathan both said they prefer listening to vinyl, but they also pointed out the shipping costs to get records up to Canada from the U.S. can make that pretty difficult. Dan said he really appreciates the detailed credits, lyrics, and notes, and since there's often no reliable copy of that info online, he likes having the physical copy so he can find unseen connections and details in the credits. So he goes for CD or vinyl with a high-res download. 
Josh mentioned that he's become more picky with physical purchases lately, but he still goes for vinyl for what he considers to be a five-star album, like this new Cabin's Call re-recording. Benjamin said he goes for physical whenever he can, and Bandcamp downloads for when he can't. But a high priority for him is putting money in the hands of his favorite artist. Curtis said he likes physical copies, and said an actual record sounds so truthful and honest. I agree with all of them. There's just something extra about being able to hold the CD booklet and read the lyrics and the liner notes and see the large album art on an actual record. I know it causes storage issues as your collection grows, but this is my good patron challenge for you this episode. Buy physical copies of the music you love from the artists you love. And next, I've got more artists and projects you should know about that could use your support. Coming up right after this quick break. This podcast is sponsored by the new tribute album celebrating the 50-year career of Randy Stonehill. There's a rainbow somewhere You were born to be there You're just running in circles This 23-track tribute, There's a Rainbow Somewhere, features a who's who lineup of artists like Sixpence, None the Richer, Jars of Clay, Amy Grant, Phil Kage, Andrew Peterson, and many more. Past the silver lined clouds to that endless spring day. Hey. The Randy Stonehill tribute, There's a Rainbow Somewhere, is available now on Bandcamp and all major music platforms. It's a concert a decade in the making. You're invited to the one night only reunion of Andrew Peterson and the Captain's Courageous. May 13th at Judson University in Elgin. Andrew Peterson and the Captain's Courageous Reunion Concert, May 13th. General admission and VIP tickets available at Eventbrite or the events page at 1160hope.com. Before I share the rest of the campaigns this episode, I do want to suggest a few things for you. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, thanks for checking it out. I hope you'll find it connects with you. Be sure to subscribe or follow the show so you're sure to catch new episodes every month. If you're already a subscriber and regular listener, consider joining the Crowdfunding Christian Music Group on Facebook or following at Good Patron on Twitter to find out about all the new campaigns as we discover them. So back to the new active campaigns. John Van Dusen has been on a number of best albums of the year lists over the past several years with his I Am Origami series of alternative indie folk rock albums. And he's back with a Bandcamp pre-order for Volume 4, Marathon Days. Now, if you haven't heard his music before, if you go to the Bandcamp page for it, you can hear six of the songs from this upcoming album. Here is a clip of his song, Help Me Let Go, from this new album, so you'll know what to expect. Everything is burning Violent winds are turning These safe 
empty nets can't tear the weight of the world. So I look for your face. All I see right is encased, bogged down and drowning in a cheap surrender. So help me. The digital download of this album can be pre-ordered for as little as $1, or as much as you would like. So head over to Bandcamp and search for John Van Dusen, or use the link in the show notes to pre-order I Am Origami Volume 4, Marathon Days, before the album releases on June 3rd. Phil Keggy and Mike Pacelli have been friends for decades and have spent hundreds of hours just jamming together on guitars and have worked together on a number of projects in the past and have recently launched a Kickstarter campaign for a new album titled Adventurous. That's the word adventure and the word us. Adventure us. And while Phil has put out albums of everything from acoustic to electric to Beatlesque vocal albums, this one will be a collection of well-worked-out songs between their two acoustic guitars as well as some jams. Nothing on the campaign says that it will be all instrumental, but all six of the song samples on the campaign page are instrumental only. Here's a clip of that first sample for the video for the song It's Going to Be Alright, so you know what to expect. asking $20 for the download version, $40 for the CD and download, and they've got other options like signed copies, your name in the liner notes. So head over to Kickstarter and search for Phil Keggy, or use the link in the show notes, but do it fast, because this campaign closes Monday, May 9th. Phil Madeira has appeared on this podcast and been mentioned a number of times with previous projects, and he's recently launched a new campaign for a Christmas project to be titled Mercyland Christmas. Now, the two previous Mercyland hymns projects have been great as they bring in a wide collection of artists, and this one will meet that same standard of excellence featuring Cindy Morgan, Sandra McCracken, Buddy Miller, Sixpence in the Literature, Jars of Clay, The Choir, Tommy Sims, and of course, Phil Madeira. Now, while there's a pretty wide variety of country and blues and roots and gospel for these projects, here is a clip of the song Boom Chicka Boom featuring the McCrary sisters from the Maurice Land Volume 2 project. So you've got an idea what's been going on in the past. Yeah. 
sound of $10 gets you the early download. $12 gets you the deluxe CD featuring some bonus tracks in that early download. For $15, that CD is signed. $35 gets you the album on vinyl and download. And he's got more options like a hardcover copy of his memoirs, paintings, a 13-album digital discography, and more. So head over to Kickstarter and search for Phil Madeira. That's M-A-D-E-I-R-A. Or use the link in the show notes, but do it fast this campaign closes Sunday, May 8th. John and Alyssa Creasy have been making music together as This Side of Eve and been making music for the Open Door Church in Pittsburgh for years, but they've just combined some of those collaborations under a new name, Project 6-8, based on the Book of Micah, chapter 6, verse 8, which states in the CEV translation, The Lord God has told us what is right and what he demands. See that justice is done. Let mercy be your first concern, and humbly obey your God. With this passage as their foundation, they are recording studio versions of a number of songs for the first time. Some are songs that their church has been singing for years, and some are brand new songs, but they're all connected by a strong sense of justice. Here is a clip of one of their earlier This Side of Eve songs titled Holding On, so you've got an idea what they sound like. $10 gets you the early download of the album via Bandcamp code. 20 gets you a limited edition version of their 2021 CD, More to Come, under the band name This Side of Eve, along with the early download of this new project. For 25 you get this new project on CD, the download, and lyric and chord charts for all these songs. They've got more options, including an acoustic house show or even a full band show. So head over to Kickstarter and search for Project 6-8 or use the link in the show notes, but do it fast. This campaign closes Tuesday, May 10th. And I want to give you a heads up about a couple campaigns that will be launching very soon, or in the near future. Just this morning, Sunday, May 1st, I received an email from Krista Wells, letting me know that she will be launching a Kickstarter campaign for a new album, a new book of poetry, and a road trip. Now, I don't have any details yet, other than more details will be available Tuesday, May 3rd. I've got a link in the show notes, though, that you can essentially use to pre-save the campaign, so Kickstarter will notify you as soon as it goes live. Here is a clip of her latest single, Lighter From Here, so you've got an idea what she sounds like. In late December, the sun refused to show. This frosty winter has cut us to the bone. Maybe we felt the worst We've been to the bottom Maybe we 
So be sure to use the link in the show notes so you get that reminder when this campaign goes live. And if you've listened to the latest episode of UTR Media's podcast release date, then you heard Dave Trout mention that the work on a Rich Mullins tribute album started back up and has been in progress. And there will be more details soon in the next episode, but he mentioned an upcoming Kickstarter campaign. In fact, here is the clip where he makes that announcement. So these recording sessions got completely postponed for the year of 2020, but we're happy to report that recording did begin on the album. It just started about a year later than expected in May of 2021. And as of now, the album is almost fully recorded. So on the next episode of Release Date, we're going to introduce you to this new Rich Mullins tribute album that's coming out this year. In fact, we will share with you about the Kickstarter, who's involved in the making of the album, the artists recording on the album, and we'll tell you our projected actual release date for the album. <laughs> Some exciting stuff on the way. Be sure that I will let you know all about the whole thing as soon as it goes live and subscribe to or follow the podcast's release date so you'll hear all the details when that next episode comes out as well. And I want to let you in on something I've been thinking about. I'd like to periodically include a segment on this podcast that I'm going to call Fan Favorite. It's where I include a voice memo or an audio clip from you, the listener, when you're really excited about an active campaign. Now, I'd asked around online about this Cayman's Call campaign since there'd been so much excitement about it, but I wasn't able to get any sound clips in time this time around. But if a campaign launches and you're really excited about it and you're willing to send me a voice memo or an audio clip that I can share, keep it to around a minute or so. Tell me who you are. Tell me who the artist is, what the campaign or pre-order is for, why you're so excited about it. I'd love to share that with everyone else. So, Luke... Dan, Chris, Rachel, Ben, Stephen, Alan, Larry, John, Daniel, Josh, Chase, Ian, Dave, I'm talking to you. And if I didn't say your name, but you have something to share, please know you are more than welcome as well. Now, I really hope that as you listen to this podcast, both this episode and episodes to come, you encounter campaigns and artists that connect with you and that you'll follow up and check them out. And I hope today's challenge to buy physical merch has you thinking about maybe picking up a CD or a record of one of these new projects, or maybe another album that you've loved but never had on physical copy. If you do decide to pick up a CD or a record or a cassette, be sure to let me know. I would love to find out about what you're into. And if you have any questions or feedback, or if you just want to give me a heads up about a campaign that I should know about, or if you want to go ahead and submit that voice memo or audio clip for the fan favorite segment, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. Message me on Twitter at GoodPatron, or you can email me, GoodPatronPodcast at gmail.com. I am excited to keep digging into the topic of how to be a good patron, and I hope I encourage you in your journey from fan to patron. Until next episode, remember, great music doesn't just happen, so get involved. Good Patron Podcast is proud to be a part of UTR Media, an independent, listener-supported, nonprofit ministry in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and found online at utrmedia.org.